2: Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Happy Wednesday from Ashley and Carrie. From Larry and Sue. I like to try to make the intro as awkward and weird as possible. That's my new goal. Anyway, we've got a great show for you today. First
1: up, we have Shayla from the Popular Mom podcast. Hey, Shayla. Hey, Shayla. Hey, Shayla. Shayla. Do you think it's... Hey, Shayla! She's kind of a self-proclaimed crunchy mom, so it's interesting to talk to her because we kind of fall on that spectrum, but not fully, and it just makes for interesting discourse.
2: Yeah, it's great to get, like, a different viewpoint. Yeah. I feel like in the beginning, you and I had different viewpoints, but now we've just melded into the same person, honestly.
1: Well, also, our kids are, like... The same age. Yeah, they're, like, in the same phase, essentially, even though they're about
2: a year apart. We're also going to talk... And it, interesting conversation about making friends with your kids' friends' parents how to do it, what's okay, what's not okay, do we even care? I mean, we already know that Ashley's a no new friends kind of person, so we know what her answers to these questions are gonna be. But we're using two articles as a jumping off point, and we're just gonna talk about making friends with your kids' friends' parents.
1: And get ready, because I am full
2: curmudgeon. Yeah, this is part two of Ashley is a curmudgeon. Get
1: off my lawn! Get off Ashley's lawn! As always,
2: we have our hashtag swag bag, and up next, take it away, small one! Okay, Breaking news. Breaking news. We've got a New Jersey rest stop renaming update. Oh. Are you ready for it? Oh, my goodness. Long-time listeners, I feel like we should um, tag Chris Gathart. We talked about how the Cheesequake... Rest stop, which is the best name ever, was changed to the Jean bon Jovi rest stop. Yes, and the Freehold rest stop has now been changed to the Judy Bloom rest stop.
1: Wow! Do you know because of you, I now pay attention to rest stop names. Rest stop names in the state of New Jersey. Like we drove back from Pleasantville today, and I was like, huh. Look at those names. I couldn't tell you any of them now. I don't remember. Molly
2: Pitcher. You passed the Molly Pitcher. She's number two coming from Delaware to New Jersey. Molly Pitcher. I also passed, uh, like, I want to say, like, Joyce. Yes, Joyce Kilmer, I think. Yes, Joyce Kilmer. Like, who that? Joyce Kilmer must be somebody big in New Brunswick because there was a Joyce Kilmer Boulevard. Anyway, so we have Judy Bloom. For those of you that don't know, for those of you older, I mean, younger than us, Judy Bloom is an author famous for Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Uh, Deanie, which is a book about a girl who has scoliosis. I mean, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is like a really good one. That's literally
1: the only one I know. And that's the one where she gets her period, right? Yeah.
2: So you bibliophiles over there, we got a Judy Bloom rest stop at 100. And then further down the turnpike, they have named the Forked River rest stop, which is going south. So we got John. Bon Jovi. Then we got Judy Bloom. Then underneath Judy Bloom, we got Celia Cruz. Oh, where's that? That should be closer to me. It isn't though. It should be. Yeah. Anyway, I will keep you updated on this riveting rest stop renaming content that nobody outside of New Jersey cares about, and maybe two in New Jersey care about. That's me and Chris Gethardt and maybe some of my cousins. That's about it. Tits are. We spent 36 hours tops in Cleveland, Ohio for Passover. And- And we spent some really wonderful quality time with Lee's dad, Dr. Mars. Him and Luna are just like, two peas in a pod. Luna asked if he could come live with us and that he could sleep and snuggle in bed with her all the time. She asked if he could sleep in the hotel with us because we had a king-size bed and he could sleep between me and Lee. That wouldn't be weird for you. You know, Dr. Mars had no grandkids until he was like 80-something years old. And it's just great to see. We went to the pool together. It's just really cute to see them together. And that was definitely a tit. Oh, that's nice. And also, shout out to my baby daddy. We were in some stressful... Really stressful situations this weekend, and I guess couples therapy is working because <gasps> I was so proud. We handled them so well. Wow. He was so self-aware, and we had great teamwork. And we both were very patient, and we didn't trigger each other. So thank you, Lee Mars. That's wonderful. I'm real, honestly. I have to tell you,
1: I am very, very, very happy to hear that. Congrats to you both. Listen, I'm not being patronizing. I'm not. I know, make it sound that way. No, but I don't think it does. It takes a lot of work. It's a lot of work, especially not just to, to do it yourself but to do it in conjunction with another person who has a whole other way that they are used to being is just big time. Big time and I'm proud of you both. Thank you.
2: I've talked about it on the show. We didn't live together till we had a baby so we're fast tracking dealing with the stress. Couples always have stress when they have a kid. Different totally. kinds of stress and arguments about different stuff. I never lived with anyone but we had never lived together and so we're dealing with that plus me 40 years uh, almost a bachelorette and him almost 50 years a bachelor like there was a lot of stuff that we needed to work out in a very short period of time yeah we missed a flight we didn't freak out about it we handled it we did teamwork traveling for 36 hours family stuff I was just really proud of us
1: even the text you sent me where you were kind of like telling me things that were going on at no point
2: were you complaining about Lee no I mean we both were doing the work that's like a major tit Those are some big titties. Yeah, big old milky ones. Do you have any shits? My shits are I had some bizarre dreams where I was having both forgetting my lines and not having my costume ready for a play and food service all in one hellish anxiety dream. We had that whole talk last
1: week about in person about recurring dreams. And I was saying I still have food service dreams where where I'm like waiting tables at brunch, which was a was the worst and mm-hmm. like have to cross a highway and stuff. So maybe <laughs> talking about that, planted a seed.
2: I basically had them all in one night. I had all in one night where I didn't have my costume. My dresser wasn't there. I forgot my lines. I didn't have tap shoes. There was a dance number that I had to fake. And then somehow I got off stage and had to s- serve some food to some people. It was dinner theater. I didn't have the specials. I didn't have them memorized. And when I took out my paper, my handwriting was bad. It was just oh, like, no, all the things there wasn't an expediter and that plates were too hot I dropped them it was like all the anxiety dreams in one dream and I woke up incredibly exhausted and also laughing because I was like what is my life I am a 44 year old woman having stress dreams about food service and theater and I'm not even doing either of
1: them that's that's interesting thanks how about you tits and shits well I'm gonna do the tits you forgot to mention which was we got recognized for the first time oh right we did Carrie and I got recognized now I'm gonna to tell this story because they are now my tits and yeah. Carrie forgot to tell them. I'm going to shut up. Carrie's the one that got this information. We went to dinner so we have this like. It's a thing now. Yeah we have like a little di- a birthday club which is so exciting for me because it's you know one of my oldest and best friends Danny who you guys have heard us talk about before. She lives close-ish to Carrie. It's going to be more than just birthdays now, because we should just do it. For sure, Uh, 100%. Like, it is a real budding friendship, but it's so nice for me to have... I mean, here's the thing. Let me just say, I am very possessive about my friends. Not in that I get jealous, but I don't like hanger honors like let's
2: be real you don't have a lot of new friends so you got to hang on to the ones you already have
1: but it's not even that it's that this thing used to happen right that I learned at a young age there's very select friends I have that I would like bring into my family circle and would do this very like your mom is like my friend now thing yeah and I'm very sensitive to it I don't like it
2: and I'm not gonna play that game so you'll just be out of my life it's because you have a young mom that would never happen in my circle with my mom
1: but my mom also doesn't play into it it's not like right. my mom, she's just nice. You know the, that when things get weird and tense, like I just don't like it. And I feel that way with friends too. I have family members who like cling on to friends of mine. And then it's like this whole game I just don't like. And with you guys, there's none of that. And you could go be friends without me. And I wouldn't feel that. And I don't know if I'm just very sensitive to reading people's intention or what it is, but it, it just feels good and copacetic. And it's two of my best friends and we have a good time chatting and drinking and hanging out. But anyway, so we were celebrating Dani's birthday at a restaurant in Maplewood, which by the way, we have not talked about since, but it was very good. I'm still thinking about those ravioli. Someone DM'd Carrie and said that she saw Carrie in Maplewood, New Jersey, and Carrie was like, I was with Ashley. You should have come over. And it turns out this woman was with her, her kids and stuff. And then she kind of said she was kind of like scared to come over to us. But I just wanted to say, if anyone ever sees it, firstly, what a fucking thrill, because <laughs> to
2: us... We we are nobody. Also, she said I looked good. So I was like, oh, well, thank you.
1: We're amazed that the amount of people listen to this show that we don't know. Like for me, I'm like, oh, it must all be like, you know, friends and family. It's like my first grade teacher or somebody here hearing, yes. hearing about my vagina. Most of you, we don't know, which is pretty amazing. So the fact that anybody would recognize us is like the thrill of all thrills. And also we would absolutely buy any of you a drink. So if you ever see any, uh, either of us together, apart, please come over. What an amazing moment that would be. And we would
2: just love to hang out with you. Yeah. Also, we understand why you didn't come over. Because totally. we talk about how we don't have new friends. 100%. But I am very friendly and social.
1: Yes. I'm very nice. I'm this person that you hear. I mean, we're this is not fake. No, this is just like who we are. Yeah, this is us. I guess that's the tits. The tits is also like, I went to Pleasantville this week weekend for Easter. Even though I am Jewish, my husband loves to go to his family's for Easter. They do Easter egg hunts. And, you know, that was nice. I enjoyed it. The weather was lovely. I went for a solo walk both days. And that's just like Everything like I could just walk outside in beautiful weather. There's flowers and birds and eagles and hawks and landscaping. And I don't have a child wow. with me yet. Yeah, truly, truly. Wow. wow. Who am I? What? What is this simple joy? Hello, Martha Stewart. What are my shits, man? Do I have shits? Oh my god, do you not have any shits? I don't think I do. Oh, my beloved Bella. Oh, my family dog who is. I call her my sister. So take that however you want. I don't care if you think it's weird.
2: I don't care either. If you think it's weird, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Bye. Dogs are our family here. Bella is 17.
1: She's a poodle, a miniature poodle. She is spry as fuck and just the weirdest dog you'll ever meet in your life in that she is Obviously has human like emotions and she like understands things, but she's also just weird in all the best ways. Um, She's been having some issues. We just found out she has a pretty big, um, she has bladder cancer and it looks pretty big in the Mm -hmm. ultrasound. And the, the vet said basically that that could mean she could last two years. She could last a month. I saw her last week and she's still spry. She's still jumping around. She's still got the same demeanor, but it explains why she hasn't been feeling so well. So I love my girl. I know she has lo- lived much longer than a lot of pets do, but I know that this sad day is going to come at some point. It makes me real sad because I love her.
2: Can I circle back for a, que- sure. for a second and ask you a question? Please. Is me making a paint-by-number for your mom and making plans for her trying to befriend her? (laughs) Am I crossing that line? I would tell you. Okay. Not in any way. Because I'm just trying to be
1: like thoughtful uh, and towards your mother. Yes, I know that. I hope I didn't insult you in any way because I certainly didn't mean no, to. No, I just wanted to make sure. No, I would tell I'm you. Because I'm like, I'm not trying to come on strong to your mom. I'm just. I know <laughs> that. See, guys, welcome to Momtourage. Working out our issues
2: on actually not even a real issue. Aren't you so happy? It's riveting. All right, should we Let's move, it, move on? it on. Let's
0: talk to Shayla. Hey, hey Shayla. Shayla.
2: Today's guest is a new mom who questions everything, supports every mama making decisions with love, and sharing what she learns about motherhood. Child development is her jam, and she loves nerding out and reading about it. From the podcast, Hey Shayla, please welcome Shayla Christine. Hello. Hello. Yay. Hi, Shayla. Intro You know, Luna really made that intro something.
1: I did steal
0: it from her website. You know, I can't, it's not like I made it up myself. Well, I'm learning that I need to update it because I. I'm, I do not know, are you still a new mom at a year, almost two years? I think so. But I think so.
1: I think so, but you're also pregnant with your second child. Right. So.
0: so, new, new mom, old, new mom.
2: All the moms, all the moms yeah. all the time. All that. Maybe just
0: a mom. Yeah.
2: We're all just moms, you know? I'll
0: work on editing that. So, tell us about yourself. Who were you before you were just a mom? Before I was a mom, I traveled full-time. And that's kind of how I started this whole, like, YouTube social media gig. It was literally just me. I just kind of accidentally started traveling. I took a break from my job and went down and led a yoga retreat in Costa Rica. And then I went to a wedding and then I wanted to run a hostel. So a friend of mine had a friend who owned one in New Hampshire. So I went to the Appalachian Trail and worked on the hostel and I'm living in a tent in the yard and making a hundred dollars a week and thinking that I am, I was living the dream, let's be honest. (laughs) And like, it just kept going and going and going. And then my friends were like, you should Start a blog and talk about your travels, and I was like, I actually hate writing, so (sighs) nah. And then somebody's like, Well, what about video, like YouTube? Okay, I I probably do that, and that was super fun. So I just, for some reason, committed to doing it once a week and just like started my YouTube channel and learned a lot. by doing that because nobody's searching for what is Shayla doing in Puerto Rico this week. Right. And if someone is, you don't want them to find you. So that's kind of what I did. And so then I met my now, he's technically not my husband, but he's my husband because we got engaged during COVID and who knows when we'll actually get married. So we met and I was just like, oh, well, I'm traveling. And he actually came along on some of my travels with me. And then we ended up coming back to Minnesota because that's where we're both from. And... Did the natural planning method because I wanted to get off birth control, which he supported and knew the risks. Right. <laughs> and now we're living it. I almost said ramifications, but it is, but it's a positive version of right. ramifications. Yeah. We like to say surprise instead of mistake. It's just like euphemism. Right. So then I was like, all right, we're doing this motherhood thing. And then COVID happened. So I was like, well, I'm definitely not traveling anymore. So I was living on a one-way. What's a one-way? I'm sorry. Like living on a one-way ticket. Like I was just oh, going I was just forward movement and it could have, worked, but I, whatever. So I switched everything to Hey Shayla and like did a hard pivot. Like, sorry if you were following me for travel. Now I'm pregnant and we're talking about all the mom things. We're talking about cloth diapering and like how I have a floor bed with my kid. And how did you even figure out where to settle into after all that traveling? Well, he got a job. That'll do it. Definitely. That'll do it. Yeah. Go where the money is when there's kids involved. Pretty much. Yeah. And then we were living with my sister after we were done traveling because we went to New Zealand for two months and lived in a van. And then we came back. I had a van on the West Coast and we would just like travel up and down. Girl, you were living the life. The van life. And I'm so glad I did it. That's awesome. So then we moved in with my sister and I was like, this is also the greatest life ever. (laughs) Like I'm loving living here. And then we got pregnant. Seth was like, we need to get our own place. And I was like, why? You're like, I'm loving everything about this. (laughs) So we ended up moving out and like having to, you know, do all of that and furnish a house. And it's incredible incredible how much you can accumulate in a couple of years when you need to do that. Like I look around now and I'm like, I used to just have a backpack and a van and now I have books on my bookshelf and like random shit that needs to go to Goodwill. And yeah, the amount
1: of shit you have to buy when you go from because we went from living in my parents basement, which was basically like a studio apartment to having a whole house. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I got to furnish a whole house on the cheap because we have a bed, some cooking stuff. And clothes, and basically, we gotta buy everything else. Yeah. So let me ask you this: So now that you guys have like settled down and really like gone with this lifestyle, what has been the biggest challenge? in your relationship? Obviously, I'm asking specifically since your kid has come into the picture because I feel like children, Carrie and I talk about this all the time, children definitely change
0: your relationship. Oh, yeah. I think for me, even in relationships, I was huge on like, I do me, I travel, you're not going to stop me, you're not going to change who I am. And so I've tried to like carry that over into parenthood, which is really difficult because this guy likes to work out every day. He likes to like, so when I need help or like when I need to work, I'm like, I don't want to change you. You should still work out every single day. You're a better woman than me. Yeah, truly. So my biggest issue is just asking for help because he's like, Shay, all you have to say is I have to work. When I go to work, I don't feel guilty that I'm going to work. If you need to work, then I don't get to work out that day. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, you just need to tell me what you need. Men are so black and white of just like, why don't you tell me to unload the dishwasher? And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to disagree
1: with
2: you on this. Sometimes you tell them things like a thousand <laughs> times, and they still don't get it. I- think it's worse like in my sometimes in my situation I tell them what I need and then they don't do anything yes. about it that's worse than if I didn't worse. tell them That it's like I'd rather maybe live in the in the illusion yeah. that uh, <laughs> he just <laughs> did not know he couldn't tell because I didn't say it yeah I just
0: don't say it though and that's
2: you gotta you got yeah. Shayla
1: if I can you leave you with to, one oh, thing no. you need to say what you need <sighs> no one is gonna give you a
2: martyr award well nobody's gonna help me if I don't ask
0: for the help
1: exactly
2: no one's gonna right. give you shit so on that Same thing. What do you wish all moms knew before they
0: had a baby? Put that pussy on a pedestal.
2: (laughs) And by that, I mean, you tell your man what you
1: need. And I'm not talking sexually, just in general.
0: I really do need to learn that. That's something that I'm, because I get resentful because he doesn't do the things that I need in my head that I don't tell him that I need. So I think that... I would tell a mom that there are a million ways to do something right. People are so concerned about do, making sure that they do, and this is what we kind of talked about on my podcast, is like, are you the monastery mom? Are you this mom? Are you the attachment parent? But it, when it doesn't work for your lifestyle, you automatically think that you're failing. No. There are 10 million ways to raise a child. And like as long as you're loving your kid and you're giving them the support, they're going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I just think when you're a new mom, you just think that you're failing and that you're not doing exactly how the book tells you how to do it. And nope. You just have to kind of like my motto was always do what works until it doesn't. So if we're co-sleeping, we love we're breastfeeding, we're breastfeeding. And then I got pregnant and I was like, whatever, if I tandem feed, I tandem feed. And I was like breastfeeding aversion. Like I was like, get off of me. I'm hurting. I'm this, whatever. It didn't work anymore. So then we switched it. Yep. Did I feel bad about it? No, because it just stopped working. But it worked fantastic for the first whatever we did it. And it was like, she was happy. I was happy. I didn't have to pump, whatever. And then it stopped working. And then we switched it up.
1: And really, I think you said it best. It's you just got to adapt. You got to do what's right for you and your family. There's like, Mm -hmm. you know, the book isn't going to tell you what that is. You are a self-described natural mom. Have you always been like this? Or is this something um, that you took more? seriously as you became a mother.
0: I didn't know about a lot of this stuff because I grew up in the Midwest where it was like you eat cheese and you have all these like whatever and we didn't recycle and all these things and then I went to college in San Diego and got thrown into like the green movement and then I sort of was like on this healthier train where I wanted to do things more naturally and then you get pregnant and you're growing a human and you're googling everything that you're putting inside your body because you're like is this going to ruin my baby? I don't know. So then it was that and then I started learning about whatever, like the floor beds and the Montessori and all of that. And I try and be like an intuitive mom. That's a good term. I like that. Yeah. I'll write a book about it. Yeah, you should. But it's like you just kind of adapt to what works and you get all the information. You're like, yep, nope, yep, nope. So I think that the natural stuff started in college and then it's just kind of, I've kind of kept on that path. What is your best mom hack? I think for me, the best thing that I've done is meditate. So I have like the Headspace app. And when I'm losing it, I will be like, Seth, I'm just going to go upstairs and meditate for like 10 minutes. And he's like, yeah, great idea, you crazy lady. And I'm like, okay, great. And then I go up there and I come downstairs like on a cloud, like I float down the stairs and I'm like, life is good again. Does it really, is that like effective for you? Yes. It's just a reset because I just get so spun up and like she took a short nap. So what time is she going to go to bed? And I have to feed her and oh, I have that email and then I have to make this video. And and like when I get to do that, it just like puts my feet back on the ground and is like, okay, she ate enough. She's not starving. She will sleep eventually. It just like puts everything away.
1: Carrie, what was the great mom hack you said I had the other day? You were like, oh, that's a really good mom hack. I don't remember, but it was really good. I know. That's all I remember (laughs) is you, is you telling me it was good. And I was like, nice. That I give you a compliment? Yeah, I always remember the compliments. I don't remember what they're for, though. <laughs> what are some more conventional, I'm using air quotes, conventional things that you do
0: that go against kind of your natural mom MO? And this I had to think about, like, if I was chatting with other crunchy granola moms and something that I would be like, oh, we do this. <laughs> And I feel like it would be screen time because I feel like that's kind of a hot topic thing. And there's studies on both ends where it's like, oh, this is the worst. Then there's like a middle where it's like, well, quality of screen time and like talking to your kids while they're watching the show. And then the other side that's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, uh, they'll be fine. I have to
1: say, I think like being okay with screen time is is a very not crunchy mom thing. So you know how I feel about screen time. I told you on your show. So I'm
0: very proud of you. She loves it. She loves it. (laughs) I would be proud of you either way, but I'm very proud of you for the screen time. Yes, I think it's a good tool. Like if I need to get something done, I still try to be intentional about it, but I have definitely let myself be more okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sheila,
1: thank you so much for coming on the show and being so honest and candid. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I think it's, I think it's been really fun to talk to somebody who has your perspective with parenting, which is really, it's dispelling the rumors that there's really that much of a difference. It's, we're all just pulling from the same shit and trying to do our best.
0: Yeah fact. And we all want to have the same outcome. Yes. Creating a best friend or like somebody that I actually want to hang out with when I'm older. Like, oh yeah, we could go have dinner and enjoy each other's company because you're not a dick.
2: Yes. Right. And that I haven't done so many things that then my kid doesn't want to hang out with me. Like I want to create a kid that that I want to hang out with, but that also wants to hang out with me in the process. Oh yeah. My husband and I tell our son all the time. Firstly, remember that video
1: that came out a couple of years ago, Tom Brady kissing his kid on the mouth. We were like, oh, that's so weird and now we're like okay firstly you're kissing us on the mouth forever secondly you could be in bed with us you could bring your wife or your husband or whatever like we'll just get a really big bread and all of us will sleep together just have family bed all the time so the judgments that you
0: lose when you become a parent you're like
1: No one is more judgmental than somebody without a child. So (laughs) Shayla, tell everybody where to find you. Plug yourself. Tell them it all.
0: I have made it super easy. It's literally just, hey, Shayla. And Shayla is spelled like Kayla, S-H-A-Y-L-A. But it's on YouTube. It's on all the places that you can listen to podcasts. Instagram, Facebook, website, whatever. Hey, Shayla.
2: It was awesome talking awesome. to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank
0: you. This is so fun.
2: And next up, we're going to have a little convo about making new friends Ugh. and keeping the old. Oh. One is silver, the other one is gold. Get
1: off my lawn! <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage.
2: Guys, this is going to be a long and loose and full of juice. Ew. I mean, that's how we had kids because it was long Ew. and loose and full of juice. This is a little segment about parents that you meet through your kids. So I have two articles that I just use as reference. I, they're not, this one is from the Daily Mom and the other one is from the New York Times. I'm going to go through just really quickly like things that they said and then let's just react to them. Okay. Okay. First, yeah. they wanted to remind us that you don't have to be friends with them. Cool. And I was like, yes, that's how Ashley feels. Yeah.
1: I don't want to have to be friends with anyone. I don't want to have to be friends with. Of
2: course, you don't have to be friends with them. I would just say that I originally walked into Luna's preschool being like, I don't want to make any new friends. And then people started smiling at me and I was being a bitch like I was to you when I first met you. That happens to me too. Because that's how I am. I'm, I'm kind of a bitch. And then now I'm like, oh, it's not fair to be a bitch. Okay, I'll make conversation. You know, but like, <laughs> I can only handle one friend that I do play dates with. I can't do play dates with all Luna's friends. Too no, much. Not too for much. Me. Because what I really want to do on that play date is I have to be there because she's too young. I can't drop her off. And then I don't want to talk to the mom. I want to get work done because the two kids are yes. playing together.
1: That's why going to like a play place or something, even though we hate play places, is kind of ideal. Like pre-COVID, I would go to a play place. I'd, you know, pay for to be there two hours. Let Sebastian run around with random other kids, bring my laptop and just sit there and
2: get work done. It's really weird navigating, figuring out if they like you. That's me. That's not what the article said. Like, it's truly like dating. The article did say that. Like, I'm like, hey, like, and I'm trying to figure out if, if they actually like me or they just...
1: Yeah, and, like, I don't want to have to worry about that. Look, no matter what kind of person you are, we all worry about whether people like us or not to right. some extent. Unless you're a psychopath. To add in somebody who's such a, like, tertiary character in your life. Simple day player, not even a guest star. Right, like, maybe even just a background. Under five. Exactly. Like, I don't want to have to worry about it.
2: So the first article from The Daily Mom, and I will attach this in the show notes, they said to do a background check and they gave a link Oh. and I think they were probably meaning like when your kids are a little bit older and they're like hanging out and spending more time the woman was like I do a background check on everybody that I'm gonna spend because what if they have guns in their house or whatever
1: I never realized because it wasn't a thing when we were little how important it is to know that about whoever's house your kid is going to and also my mother was very overprotective I was not allowed to sleep over at people's houses till I was much much older like play days. My mom was always there for them. She would have 100% done background checks on people because her thing was like, I don't know if the dad is like a weird pedo. I don't, right. I don't know what somebody's doing. And now I'm going to use this. I am going to check everybody out now. So we'll
2: put the link in show notes because I think I had no idea this existed. and It's interesting. True story. I was such a narc little kid, like total. No one liked me. I was such a narc. One time my mom dropped me off. At, again, I never had a babysitter or anything, but my mom had to do something and she had a very, very close. Friend, like from the neighborhood, and she's like, "Can I drop Carrie over there just so I can like do this thing?" Because she had a kid too. Like, and my mom was like, just up the street, like doing the thing. And I called her. I went to the home phone. The mom didn't even know I was doing it. I went to the home phone. I called my mom. I go, "They have matches and a lighter out on the table for the kids (laughs) to touch." Because my mom was like, keep it away. I was like, it's out on the table. Even the baby can get it. You are a little narc. I'm such a narc. My mom was like, okay, well, just don't touch them, okay? I think it's okay to stay there. You good, girl. Don't play with it. My mom was probably on a date because she was a single mom. She was probably on a date or something or trying to get have sex or something. And having lady was trying to help her, I but I'm like, I'm like, mom, they have matches out. <laughs> I'm a little nerd. Oh, my God. Another thing is there's the awkwardness of talking to other parents about how their kid is... Is treating your kid or vice versa to be like Ugh. yo I heard your kid took my kid's hat and won't give it back like why is your kid an asshole which is what I would say but you can't say that or if it's your kid you're like listen that is so awkward it's awkward enough when you have to talk about your shit like your personal shit then you talk about how your kid which you can't control shit not looking forward to that no that is not nope. okay tips from the New York Times which truly is the paper of record make <sighs> friends by trying new activities with your child so volunteering at the school joining a local mom group signing up for baby yoga, music lessons, and story time. Now, this is, I think, the most organic way to make a friend that might be your type of person, because usually an activity that you're choosing has a lot to do with your personality too. Yes. And so hopefully it, it just narrows it just a little bit. Yes. And then at least you have something to talk about because you've, you've done these activities sort of together. So you can at least talk about the activity rather than being like cool jumper, which is how I made my friend Kate at school <laughs> pick up because we didn't share anything except that our kids went to school together. I was like, nice jumpsuit. You always wear jumpsuits. <laughs> Find like-minded parents in the places you already frequent. So this is maybe they're not as conveniently close or they're not a part of the school, but like parent-child classes at your gym, mom night at the local bar. That was sort of like what I did by teaching yoga outside. Like, some of the friends I made, I'm more friends with them, and our kids don't play because our kids are towns away from each other, you know? Right. But baby-friendly movie screening, like what you used to do, Ashley.
1: Yeah, but I didn't talk to anybody. I would just, like, sit there with Sebastian on my boob alone. (laughs) It was more for me to just be out for the day.
2: Uh, Be proactive about introducing yourself to the parents in your neighborhood. Yeah, that's a a firm no.
1: See, like, I am not going out of my
2: way to make— Ashley's hashtag no new friends.
1: It's not that I'm against making new friends. It's just, like, I have— have friends and I have friends that are parents and our kids get along I don't like you have everything you need right here no you don't need to look it's a different situation like Sebastian's gonna make friends that aren't in my friend circle. And then that's what I need tips on. I need tips on how to be friendly with those people, how to deal with like the things we talked about at the beginning, how to handle conflict between kids, those types of things. But like, I'm good. I don't need to make a friend specifically because they also have a child. Like, no. That would be like, I have boobs. We should be friends. We both seem to enjoy wearing denim pants. Let's, let friends. Be friends. Friend. Like, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I just like, who has time for that many friends? It's a firm
2: no from Ashley.
1: And you know what the last thing I want is to get so friendly with a neighbor that they're just knocking on my door to come over. I know I'm horrible. I'm you sorry. Are. And you know, I love you.
2: I know. But so sometimes I have shit to do. I can't like stop everything to fucking hang. Also says, initiate conversations without expectations. Just because someone doesn't want to hang out doesn't mean they hate your face. That's fair. That's a direct quote from the New York Times. <laughs> (laughs) Doesn't mean they hate your face. Thank you, New York Times. Did you write this? No, I I know. Maybe I should write for the New York
1: Times. By the way, we should name this episode Ashley's a curmudgeon because (laughs) it is just like everything is just me being like,
2: no, not my thing. This is terrible, New York Times. Find your people by searching interspecific Facebook groups and Reddit forms for parents in your neighborhood. Oh, I hate that. Thank you, pass. No, thank you. So
1: I did Peanut, the friend app, Mm -hmm. but for moms. At that time, I had nobody. my husband was at work every day. My mom was at work every day. My dad. I had no friends who had kids. I didn't have a car. I was a woman on an island with a baby who didn't know what she was doing and totally by herself and terrified. I went on like two peanut mom dates and I was like, you know what? I'm good on my own. <laughs> I am good with the friends in my head that live in my TV.
2: I don't need this. They wanted to remind you that the isolation of early weeks and months of parenthood is a finite phase like teething. And as your yeah. kids age, making friends will become easier. Okay. I just want to share a couple wins and losses about making friends. I have gotten way too drunk because I'm awkward in either a play date or a party to try to introduce myself to new friends. Have you done this?
1: Probably. I mean, definitely in non-parenting situations. Mm. Like definitely in my twenties, I've been like, I remember doing a web series shoot and that happened. So yes.
2: Talking too much to the parent and then just like Irish exiting. Then like
1: being like, why the fuck did I tell them all of that stuff? Because I was just so nervous and
2: like... And then you catch yourself so then you just go, okay, gotta go by. Like you just like, and then you replay the whole thing in your mind afterwards. Oh, I hate that feeling so much. And then sometimes you come on too strong. You're like making promises. You're like excited or you're like trying to be like falsely excited. So then you like come on too strong. I do this in
1: every facet of my life. Like cause you know, it's hard for me to get myself to go socialize. And then when I do, when I like Danny and James's son, Joey's birthday, I was like, this is so much fun. Let's make all these other plans. And then, and I mean it, I genuinely mean it. And then and I leave and I'm like, why did I? What I promised so much. Yeah, like I know what's going to happen on a Saturday. I'm just going to want to stay in bed and I'm going to be pissed that I now have to mobilize. Then I'm going to go, I'll have fun, you know, the whole cycle over again. But you know yourself. What are you doing? Why are you overcommitting? What are you doing? Shut your big fat mouth. Yeah, just be quiet and you sit there, you dumb hooker. Trying to seem cool? I 100% know that I have like tried to posture myself as cool for whatever reason and then been like, the f- fuck is wrong with you, (laughs) Ashley?
0: Jesus
2: It also makes you feel like you're like a three-year-old because you're like so transparent. It's so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. In real life, figuratively and literally. (laughs) I always have a beverage and I'm so thirsty all the time. It's such a bummer when you like the parent but not the kid or like vice versa. that's the worst. We just had one of those and I was like, oh, that's terrible. Well, I hope it's not me. What if it was? And this is how I was telling you. It happens, you know? Luna keeps talking. Luna on the home from the mall yesterday he said, I love Sebastian from my head to my tail. From one end of the rainbow to the other. The two of them are so poetic with their love odes. I know. They're so deep. When your kids are like as small as our kids, you can't really hang if you like go on a play date to hang no. out with the mom.
1: No, you have to like go with them on the structures and...
2: Yeah, because they're too little. So the, the moms can't really talk like they want to or whoever. I don't want to assume it's moms, mom and dad's, whatever. The parents can't yeah. chat even if they do like each other.
1: By the way, that's why I hate... I Seriously, this is the episode where I am just... Up fucking Grinch. Scrooge McAshley. I don't even like taking Sebastian to the park because it's not like I could just sit there and watch him. It's like I have to like climb on to shit. Like, I didn't pick this for myself. Entertain yourself. Right. Go make a friend. Leave me alone. Go... Do shit! Please, get away from me. Matt's dad takes him to the park whenever he's around, like yesterday. we were gone for two hours, and I know he's, like, climbing on structures and, like, going through tubes and all this, which is great, and I so appreciate it. I don't want to do it, though. Yeah. I just
2: do not want to. Ash- if Ashley has to get out of her bed, she doesn't want to do it. I don't want to. Do you experience this weird feeling since you've had a kid of there's never time to hang? Yes. Like, I'm like, where did the week go? Like, I feel like the yes. kid is a t- time suck vortex and then like there's all these people that I want to see and things I want to do and I think part of it is it takes like an hour and 20 minutes for me to get my kid dressed because she's so hard to wrangle and keep on the same track it's like that but umpteenth tasks throughout the day so you're just I don't even know if I can blame it on having a child I just feel like everything in life is a time suck now and like I never felt like that before kids I mean there would be times where I'd be really busy but it wasn't like a constant thing but like to fit
1: everything you need to do in a day especially as we're From home mothers. And I don't know how people who go into an office feel about this. Like, I think your situation definitely changes things. But because we're work from home, we work, but our primary thing is also to be available to our children. Like, and then you add in stupid shit like doing some form of exercise to keep yourself physically and mentally healthy, putting away laundry, cleaning
2: up whatever mess your child made. Because your kid blows up a house in four seconds. Luna will blow up every space in literally two to three seconds. And then if you want
1: to do something where you, like, take a shower and actually wash your hair or a new face, something that's more than a five-minute shower, like, that eats up your time. And then somewhere in that, you're supposed to also find time to get your child from school and get work done. Every day feels like an experiment in like, how much time can we get done? Can we get it all done? I don't know. And if not, we're going to beat ourselves up about it and put it off to later.
2: Yeah. The other last thing I want to say, it's more of a question. And maybe this is a call to action, guys. Uh, maybe we'll do also do a Facebook, an Instagram poll. I don't know. I'm so old. I'm like, maybe we'll do a MySpace.
1: We're going to send everybody a handwritten letter. you're going to be a, a, a census, census. <laughs> a mantra
2: census. What
1: is it when, they, when they, you get an envelope with a stamp to Sent a self-addressed envelope. To send it <laughs> We're, back in
2: the mail. Get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, that's what this episode should be called. Ashley says, "Get off my lawn." <laughs> so the, my my question is, can you make friends with your kids' teachers while they're teaching your kid? I don't want to.
1: Sebastian's teachers are very lovely and they're very nice, and I definitely have a lot of respect for them. And like my so Sebastian's. Main teacher loves the coffee my parents make. So every time I go up, I bring all the teacher's coffee back down. And now he's like, he's always like, let me please buy it. And I'm like, dude, you watch my kid and keep him alive and deal with his smart ass mouth. You get free coffee. But now he wants like multiple bags of this coffee because it's his favorite. So I have to send him the website. My point is, I don't want to be friends, but I'm very happy being friendly.
2: Part of it is for me, like there's a couple teachers that have specifically like, talked about how much they like Luna and some of them I've seen out in like real life oh. and they'll be like oh you're Luna's mom right and it was like at a circumstance where we were like at a fun bar or whatever I'm like am I like can I be friends with them? I If I saw
1: Mr. B at a bar I'd have like I'd be like hey Mr. B what can I get you? You know what do you want to have a drink? And I'd chit chat with him definitely 100%. I'm also in this kind of weird space where I am for the past few years kind of becoming friends with teachers of my past. Oh that's even weirder. But not in like a weird creepy, sexual way at all. I just went to a very, very small, small, small high school. You know, we've naturally become friends on Facebook. I don't know. I would have a, no problem having a drink with somebody and chit-chatting and yeah. talking shit on my kid and being like, God, how do you deal with it when he does this? Does he shit his pants at school too? But <laughs> like, I don't think we'd be calling each other on the phone being like, how was your time? Did you see my kid's attitude? Yeah, like,
2: no. Would you? I don't know, maybe. That's why I'm asking. No way. All right, guys. Shall we swaggy baggies? Hashtag swag bag.
1: All right, hashtag swag bag. These are obsessions, things we would put in a
2: swag bag for all of you, but we just don't have that kind of pull. Post office shit is expensive, so it's we'll just so find expensive. a way to give it away to you in person. Uh,
1: let me start off by saying once again, you know, we're moving up in the world. We're achieving what we want, which is, you know, getting sent free shit, which is super exciting for us. These things, we are not being paid for the uh, these products to be mentioned. They are things we have tried out and we genuinely like them. So we're going to tell you about them The first one is EDX Education. These are like toys that you can give your kids and feel really good about them. They're very educational. They're activities that are fun, but are definitely teaching your kids all kinds of stuff, helping with childhood development. They peak Children's natural interest in science and technology, all the STEM stuff. And every toy is screen free so that you don't have to feel bad about your kids sitting in front of a screen. Not that we do, but some people do. I feel a little guilty sometimes. Depends on which day you you catch me. Right, right, exactly. They sent me different things than they sent you. They sent me those math cubes, you know, like the little squares that you stack. Yep. They sent me a bear sorting and counting name. It's not name, game. It's basically a bunch of little plastic bears and some plastic bowls and you sort based on stuff and count them up and then they sent me the other thing which is Sebastian's favorite I gave this to him in his Easter basket along with last week's mention of the Mm Orgonauts. so he has Osmo which if you guys don't know it's like a game that hooks up to the iPad it has a pad it has little bits to it and this is a game he has on Osmo but now it's without the screen and it's basically these little plas- different plastic pieces some are half circles, some are straight lines, some are shorter straight lines, some are X's and then it comes with flashcards and essentially what you have to do is recreate letters, both capital and lowercase with these little plastic pieces and then it also gives you like dogs, cats and it just each index card you replicate with these plastic things so Sebastian really really liked that toy specifically, which is great because he has it for Osmo. And so if he can do it without the screen, more power to us all.
2: Yeah, we got like letters and number things. We got some sort of sorting with tong thing. And then we got this really beautiful like rubbery, but wooden at the same time, like stones that she makes shapes with. It reminds me of like the Mensa test. Those really pretty pastel ones. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. So the one
1: I was telling you guys about is called the Geostix Letter Construction kit And then yeah. I got the math cubes Oh, I see what you're talking about. Rainbow pebbles. Those are so cute.
2: They're really pretty. That's another thing. Like, all the educational toys are packaged really well and, like, look good on the shelf. They are very cute. Everything kind of tops
1: off at about $35 and you can get everything on Amazon. And I'm
2: going to talk about another thing we were gifted, which is a tickle me plant, which sounds dirty. It's not. This (laughs) is these plants that are so cute. You grow them from a seed in, like, a tiny little greenhouse. And then as they grow, when you touch them, they kind of, like, move. Wiggle. Yeah, it's really, really cute. And, you know, it's good because Luna keeps trying to touch all my stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, these seeds, and we've we've gotten to some, like, light arguments about how the seeds are delicate or whatever. So we have these growing right next to the seeds that I'm growing for my garden, and she can really, like, steer the ship, and we don't have to worry about her being, like, overly delicate with them. And it's just been great to see her seeds grow along with the seeds for our garden. It's been really awesome.
1: They say that the kits are messy free. I would not use that terminology. Oh, it has dirt and stuff. Yeah. Right. It's just a dirt mess. But the kit comes with everything you need. The little plastic greenhouse, the little starter pots, the little. It's a starter seed pellet that you yeah. soak and
2: then it becomes the soil.
1: Yeah. And it comes with three packs of, of seeds. Very comprehensive instructions. We did ours and they were growing really well. And then Sebastian knocked the whole thing over and I tried to transfer them to a different pot. And then it just comedy of airs. Yeah. So I have an extra packet of seeds that I will be starting once again because mine are dead. We're doing good. But they did grow. Had my son not knocked it over, it would have been great. Ours are steady as they go. They're not full grown yep. yet, but
2: they're sure and steady growing. They take a little while. Yeah.
1: The little first starter leaf comes up very quickly, but then to grow the rest of the way, they take a little bit.
2: And I also think like In my personal opinion, and listen, I'm not a child care educator. I'm not even that good at raising a child. Growing (laughs) things from seeds is an important thing for kids to do because it teaches them a little bit about nature, about how things grow, and teaches them to be gentle, too. And I really am a firm believer in, since the pandemic, having Luna grow things to learn how to be gentle and take care of things.
1: They're really great. I think it's a great kind of like no-fail way to teach your kids about plants. If your kids are like ours, where they're not growing up on a farm, uh, they may not usually have access to something like that. It's really nice. The kit is $7.95 and it's available on Amazon. And as usual, both these things are linked
2: in our show notes. As always, guys, I mean, this is some award-winning content. I mean, we're going to get a Webby any minute from this rest stop content. Or a Razzie. Or a Razzie. I would rather get a Razzie, I think. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget